Is Jesus just a good teacher, a prophet, or something more? John 7 reveals a debate about Jesus' true identity, inviting us to answer the same question for ourselves. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible in Prayer podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build those lasting habits in our lives. So join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer a habit in our lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering. In John chapter 7, Jesus attends a festival and everyone has an opinion about him. But what matters most is what you believe about Jesus. Let's explore who Jesus truly is. So in the Gospel of John, it's this unique and beautiful portrayal of Jesus Christ, presenting him as the divine word who became flesh and dwelt among us. It emphasizes Jesus' identity as the Son of God, full of grace and truth, and highlights his miracles, his teachings, and his interactions with his disciples and with the people. John's gospel aims to lead readers to faith in Jesus and eternal life by recognizing that Jesus is the Son of God. The Word became flesh. But now zooming in on John chapter 7 specifically, here Jesus secretly goes to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Booths. And there's a buzz surrounding him. People are questioning who he is. Some say he really is from God. He really is the Messiah. And some aren't so sure. Some recognize his miracles. Others believe he's the Messiah. But Jesus boldly teaches in the temple courts, revealing more about his identity and mission. So let's jump into John chapter 7 together and answer the question, who is Jesus? After these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee, for he wouldn't walk in Judea because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the feast of the Jews, the feast of booths, was at hand. His brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go into Judea that your disciples also may see your works which you do. For no one does anything in secret while he seeks to be known openly, if you do these things, reveal yourself to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus therefore said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world can't hate you, but it hates me, because I testify about it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not yet going up to this feast, because my time is not yet fulfilled. Having said these things to them, he stayed in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but as it were, in secret. The Jews, therefore, sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? There was much murmuring among the multitudes concerning him. Some said, He is a good man. Others said, not so, but he leads the multitude astray. Yet no one spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. 
But when it was now the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. The Jews therefore marveled, saying, How does this man know letters, having never been educated? Jesus therefore answered them, My teaching is not mine, but he who sent me. If anyone desires to do his will, he will know about the teaching, whether it is from God or if I am speaking from myself. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Didn't Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keeps the law? Why do you seek to kill me? The multitudes answered, You have a demon! Who seeks to kill you? Jesus answered them, I did one work, and you all marvel because of it. Moses has given you circumcision, not that it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And on the Sabbath you circumcise a boy. If a boy receives circumcision on the Sabbath, that the law of Moses might not be broken, are you angry with me because I made a man completely healthy on the Sabbath? Don't judge according to appearances, but judge righteous judgment. Therefore some of them of Jerusalem said, Isn't this he whom they seek to kill? Behold, he speaks openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the rulers indeed know that this is truly the Christ? However, we know where this man comes from, but when the Christ comes, no one will know where he comes from. Jesus therefore cried out in the temple, teaching and saying, You both know me and know where I am from. I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true, whom you don't know. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. They sought therefore to take him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. But of the multitude many believed in him. They said, When the Christ comes, he won't do more signs than these which this man does, will he? The Pharisees heard the multitudes murmuring these things concerning him, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Then Jesus said, I will be with you a little while longer, then I will go to him who sent me. You will see me and won't find me. You can't come where I am. The Jews therefore said among themselves, Where will this man go that we won't find him? Will he go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What is this word that he said, You will seek me and you won't find me, and where I am you cannot come? Now, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, from within him will flow rivers of living water. But he said this about the Spirit, which those believing in him were to receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus wasn't yet glorified. Many of the multitudes, therefore, when they heard these words, said, This is truly the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, What, does the Christ come out of Galilee? 
Hasn't the scripture said that the Christ comes from the offspring of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division arose among the multitude because of him. Some of them would have arrested him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers therefore came to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said to them, Why didn't you bring him in? The officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees therefore answered them, You aren't also led astray, are you? Have any of the rulers believed in him, or any of the Pharisees? But this multitude that doesn't know the law is cursed. Nicodemus, he who came to him by night, being one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man unless it first hears from him personally and knows what he does? They answered him, Are you also from Galilee? Search and see that no prophet has risen out of Galilee. Everyone went to his own house. All right, that concludes John chapter 7. Let's look at a couple of applications from this text. First, we need to examine the evidence. John's gospel presents compelling evidence about Jesus, his miracles, his teachings, and his self-proclaimed divinity. Don't blindly accept cultural ideas about Jesus. Search the scriptures with an open heart and come to your own conclusions. In this passage, we see a lot of people who believe in Jesus. They see the evidence and they conclude that he must be the Christ. While we see others that disregard the evidence and they choose to believe that Jesus is not the Christ. Who do you believe that Jesus is? Examine the evidence and come to that conclusion on your own. A second piece of application is declare your decision. In verses 25 through 31 and 43 through 52, we see all these differing opinions of who Jesus is. Some said he's the Christ, some said he's not. Don't just follow the crowd and do whatever the crowd says. Wrestle with this question personally. Is Jesus your source of living water? Is he the good wine? Is he the bread of life? Is he the word become flesh? Is he these things for you? Is he the way to true salvation? If the answer is yes, then declare your decision. Let people know that you believe that Jesus is the Christ. And a third piece of application is, okay, if you have examined the evidence and if you have declared your decision, then live out your belief. Once you determine who Jesus is, and if you believe that he is the Lamb of God, the light of the world, the, the bread of life, the living water, if you believe that, then let that belief shape your life. Follow his example, obey his teachings, and share the truth of him with the rest of the world. Live out your belief. Who is Jesus to you? Let's pray about these things together. Oh, Father in heaven, we praise and glorify your holy name. We're so grateful to come before you right now, coming into your presence with prayer. Thank you for all of the people that are listening to this podcast right now as we pray together as one to you. 
Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for him revealing himself to us through many mighty works and many amazing teachings that he presents here in the Gospel of John. We are examining the evidence, Father, and we choose to acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ. We choose to believe that he really is the light of the world, that he is the, that he is the bread of life that he is the word become flesh. We choose to believe that, Father, based off of the evidence that has been presented to us. We choose to believe in Jesus, to have faith in Jesus. And now, Father, help us to declare this decision to the world. Help us to speak this, to declare our belief in Jesus, to, to confess to the world that we believe in your Holy Son and that this may shape our lives that because we believe in him, our lives may be shaped by this, that the actions that we carry out, that the way we live, the way we interact with people, our priorities, all of these things may mirror our decision about who Jesus is. He is our living water. He is the bread that came down out of heaven. We recognize this about Jesus. And now, Father, we ask, that you let our lives be shaped by our belief in who Jesus is. Please help us to understand him as the light of the world, as the bread that came down out of heaven, as the living water, as the good wine, as the word become flesh. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Well, that's it for today's Bible and prayer over John chapter 7, which challenges us to confront the fundamental question, who do you say that Jesus is? His true identity has eternal consequences for all of us. If you believe he's the Christ, then let your life reflect that belief. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 8. This has been Elijah with the Bible in Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.